A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Friday, September 8th. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run. Congressman Pat Ryan and Marcus Molinaro toured Stone Ridge Orchards on a very warm Thursday while a farm bill is pending on Capitol Hill. The current farm bill expires September 30th, and the pair gathered in a manner of bipartisanship to help farmers in their districts. Elizabeth Ryan conducted the tour with a pair at her orchard, and she's hoping a new farm bill helps the Northeast and the many challenges such as climate change and other issues facing society. She called the farm bills incredibly expensive. And to be uh, simplistic, we need more money for everything, certain things in particular. We're facing climate change. We need adaptability. We need money, uh, you know, for low-income people. We need a streamlined USDA, but that's a much bigger problem to tackle. But it's always about money, and in particular in the Northeast, where we have really urban dense populations we are still considered a minor agricultural area so we need a lot more money for the northeast fruits and vegetables and that's what i want from the farm bill molinaro said the pending farm bill is important legislation that affects the future of farming and other issues facing agriculture on a national scale Meanwhile, State Senator Michelle Hinchy and SUNY Chancellor John King held an agricultural summit yesterday at SUNY New Paltz that focused on the future and the technology needed to help farming in the state. There's a tremendous opportunity for us to scale some of the programs that are very successful, says King. We've got great programs in agriculture at SUNY Coble Skills, SUNY Morrisville, at our community colleges like Ulster and Columbia Green. And we've got to grow those programs. We've got to also adapt programs to match emerging technologies. King and Hinchy moderated a discussion with SUNY and agricultural leaders on how to use drones and support sustainable agriculture, which makes less use of fossil fuels which are some of the advances that farmers can subscribe to to help them in the coming decades. Ulster County now officially has a domestic partner registry, as County Executive Jen Metzger has decided into law. Under that law, the county clerk will maintain a confidential registry for domestic partnerships, granting certifications that recognize them. That means partners can now access essential benefits like hospital visitation rights, joint leases, and other assistance, says Metzger. And there are many couples like that um, that, you know, are in these long-term committed relationships, uh, similar to marriage, but not technically marriage. And we wanted to make sure that, you know, they had access to the benefits they, they deserve. This marks a significant stride forward as Ulster County's commitment to equal opportunity and the recognition of strong, committed relationships becomes a reality, says County Clerk Nina Postapak. More news right after this. Find over 100 retailers allowing you to spend hours shopping safely at the Galleria at Crystal Run. Enjoy the big brands and the diverse selection of family-owned stores all in one location. The Galleria at Crystal Run offers dining options for everyone with Fuji 110 Grill, Allen's Mediterranean Grill, and Peru Cuisine. Discover the Mid-Hudson Valley's premier shopping, dining, and entertainment destination, the Galleria at Crystal Run. For more information, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, 
or visit GalleriaCrystalRun.com. Local labor leaders, apprentices, and elected officials joined Ulster Executive Jan Metzger in Kingston as she signed Local Law Number 10, which the legislature passed in May. The law strengthens the requirements for construction apprenticeships in the county government projects to promote skill development and expand opportunities for jobs locally. Under the provisions of the new law, companies that bid on county government construction projects valued at more than $750,000 must have a state-accredited apprenticeship program with a proven graduation rate above 30% consistently for the last five years. If you're traveling south on the thruway, when you get to Rockland County, a section is going to be closed. The Thruway Authority announced that the southbound lanes from Exit 12 in West Nyack to Exit 9 in Tarrytown, including the Governor Cuomo Tappanzee Bridge in Rockland County, will fully shut down to traffic early Saturday morning to safely remove a severely damaged portion of the South Broadway overpass in South Nyack, which was struck by an overheight tractor-trailer on August 31st. The overpass is currently closed to vehicle traffic. Following several inspections this week, Thruway and consulting engineers determined that two damaged girders should be removed and other work completed to stabilize the overpass. A Metropolitan Transportation Authority employee was assaulted Thursday morning at the Port Jervis Metro North train station, which is located near the intersection of Front Street and Lower Pike Street. Port Jervis Police Chief William Warden said that the Port Jervis police officers were dispatched to the train station at about 9.30 in the morning. It had been reported that an MTA employee had been assaulted by several individuals while in the performance of his duties and that the suspects had then fled the scene. Warden said the MTA employee suffered physical injuries and was transported to Bon Secours Community Hospital by Port Jervis Ambulance for medical treatment. Port Jervis Police Detective Unit and MTA police are currently investigating the incident. Five residents of Newburgh pled guilty in Orange County Court in connection with a wide-ranging fraud scheme that spanned from March 2021 through April 2022 and which resulted in a total loss of more than $250,000 to local businesses. District Attorney David Hoover said the crime defrauded Iron Workers Local 417. The individuals were stealing checks from a local union office mailbox and then copying the checks and resending them out to businesses and other locations and using them, thereby stealing money. The case was extremely complicated and difficult to solve due to the fact that the point in which the checks were being stolen were, was almost impossible to find out until a tip came in the case. The total amount of forged and altered checks from the Iron Workers Union was over $190,000, and the total amount of checks deposited from all victims was more than $250,000. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run.